Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. You know how great your house looks and smells when it's just been cleaned? So fresh. And somehow, a clean house makes your head feel fresher too. With a housekeeper from Care, you can reset your house and your head as often as you like for less than you think. Find a great housekeeper, set a schedule that works for you, and check cleaning off your to-do list so you can put your mind to other, more fun things. Get the housekeeping help you need at Care.com. Here we go. Lucky episode number 13 of the Wrestle Chat podcast is on, friends. Welcome, y'all. I'm the Ant Man. Welcome, Mr. Glavin. How's it going? Everything is going fantastic. Yet another good week in professional wrestling. Excited to talk about it. Yes, we're less than two weeks away, though, from your podcast, The Man Child Chronicles, dropping on YouTube. Not a new podcast, just adding more fun to an already fun podcast with your new YouTube channel. Uh, where can people find that? You can find that on youtube you can also go to manchildchronicles.com and get linked up there we are super excited uh we've been in a lot of meetings this week talking about some content that we're going to be bringing and it's definitely going to be something you're not going to want to miss um, we're going to be looking at possibly some giveaways here soon so definitely something you want to tune in for Awesome. Looking forward to it. If you uh, also, if you'll scroll down, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel right now, scroll down to other channels that we love. And the very first one you see on there is the Man Child Chronicles. Click on that and make sure you hit subscribe. Before we get things rolling, I want to remind you that following next week's episode, we're going to have a winner for our SummerSlam contest. Two tickets on the lower level at Ford Field. And although we don't know any of the matches yet, we've still got money in the bank to get through. It's sure to shape up to be a monster of a show in Detroit. And we'd love for you to be there with us. If you're watching right now, the link is right there on your screen. You can see it at WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer. For an extra entry, 
Make sure you follow us on Instagram too, at WrestleChatPodcast on Instagram. So head over right now, WrestleChatPodcast.com slash summer and get signed up. One more week left to score those free tickets for SummerSlam this year. Let's hit rewind and roll things back seven days to the premiere of AEW Collision. It was the highly anticipated return of the Second City Savior rolling to the ring with his Automix shoes tied together and hung around his neck and a red bag in tow. What was in that red bag? The AEW title, it would seem, although he never revealed it, only referred to it while saying, this is mine until someone either pins me or makes me submit. Michael, do you believe that Punk has a rightful claim to the AEW title since he was stripped of it, or is that just business? You know, I believe that when you are in a category like CM Punk is, while you are not entitled to anything in professional wrestling ever, I believe that from a booking perspective, uh, it should be a no-brainer. Uh, to put him in a program in, in a rematch with um, MJF, yeah. um, I think there is the makings of some great mic work there. There, uh, there could be a lot of fun that's had, a lot of trash talked, and um, that would be really cool to see that happen. We're going to have to wait and see how this develops. The previous matches were great, but if this would be the uh, probably one of the longest told stories. Uh, from start to finish uh, so far in AEW if this happens at Wembley. So they start a little rumbling here, and then we work our way up to Wembley. That could be a fun match, if indeed that is when that might happen. The Twitter poll results were split right down the middle. Here was the question proposed. Thoughts on Punk's promo slash return at Collision? Options were thumbs up, indifferent, and throw up. 50-50 between thumbs up and indifferent. No throw ups uh, on there at all, although less than scientific. It may tell you where some of the audience stands on uh, CM Punk, uh, and it kind of it honestly is not super shocking, although I thought it might have been thumbs up and throw up would have been the two that split 50-50 with the way people talk about CM Punk. Overall, a great start to a new show for AEW. As far as ratings go, they were close to 900,000 viewers with some pretty steep competition, and that is on a Saturday night as well. Uh, ask Eric Bischoff what he thinks about Saturday Night Wrestling, and uh, he doesn't hold back. So you know that they had a lot going against them. To have almost a million people watching is a uh, is a nice undertaking for AEW. And they are anxiously anticipating the release of their very first video game, AEW Fight Forever. It's dropping on June 29th. We're talking with Dave Newton and Nick Silbick, the guys behind the game, coming up here in just a little bit. Plus, we're going to give you a chance to win a copy of Fight Forever before its release so make sure you stick around that's all coming up here a little bit later on in the show raw saw the build continue to next sunday's money in the bank premium live event that's coming to us from london's o2 arena the feud between finn balor and world champ seth rollins is getting personal with finn jumping seth in the ring there at the beginning and delivering not one not two but three coup de gras Roland sustaining some rib damage in the process only to have insult added to injury backstage after the break. It's looking more and more like Finn may have the upper hand going into this title match coming up next weekend. Do you see the world title finding a new home in the Judgment Day next Saturday? 
That's tough. I I've uh, said on shows in the uh, in recent weeks that I don't believe that Seth Rollins is a long term champion. Um, I'm still leaning towards SummerSlam for a switchover, but it could very well be possible that Finn Balor steps into this spot. I love what they're doing with Finn Balor in this storyline too. It wasn't my most favorite start, um, as we talked about in recent weeks, but this, um, this side of Finn Balor with the attacks and stuff like that, it's elevating him from that kind of mid card level that he's at right now. And it's putting some, some, uh, some good vibe on him in the main event picture. And so I'm glad that they're booking it the way that they are. And I'm glad that they're approaching it the way that they are. But in terms of a title change, 50-50 right down the middle. I'm not entirely sure. All I know is that that beautiful belt will look good on either guy. (laughs) It would be kind of a cool sight to see him with that title and be standing right next to Rhea Ripley with her title uh, there in Judgment Day. We'll find out in in a week. We thought it would be six men in the battle for the briefcase at Money in the Bank, but now it's seven. The addition, the Maverick, Logan Paul. Several I saw online believe this was a way to get a title on Logan. We'll have to wait and see on that. But my question on the WrestleChat Podcast Instagram story poll looked like this. uh, Chances of Logan Paul winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. 38% of you said 100%. 31% said it's 50-50. And 31% said no chance in hell. 30% of the time, it works 100% of the time. (laughs) Where do you stand on... On the thought of Logan Paul carrying this briefcase around until he's ready to cash it in. I think there's some good potential there. You know, we're in a position where we've got a lot of titles on on people who we're seeing on a full-time basis. You know, there for a long time, you know, we were dealing with the Brock Lesnar issue or yeah. different things like that, with or, or even Charlotte Flair for that matter. What we do have now is a lot of full-time champions. Would I mind seeing a part-timer like Logan Paul enter that picture? Can't say I'd be that upset about it. At the same time, I'm going to put my uh, flag in the ground to say that if L.A. Knight doesn't take this, we riot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm right so, there with you. Um, I would not be disappointed if Logan Paul uh, took the briefcase, but but I think it's L.A. Knight's time. I think that we're seeing it. Uh, maybe being orchestrated in the background, but um, but yeah, if if not LA night, then we riot. Even after Finn's attack on Seth, the world champ still showed up to defend his title against Braun Breaker at NXT on Tuesday. One thing for sure out of that match, Braun's ready for prime time. You get the book, Michael. Someone gives you the book, and you get to uh, book the first feud with Braun when he gets called up. Who's it with? Ooh, man. Um, to be honest, I would like to put him immediately um, into a program with um, Austin Theory uh, for the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. I think that Braun Breaker needs a really, really strong entrance, and I think he has the U.S. title written all over him with his more collegiate look, his wrestling heritage, all things like that. I want him to kick in the door and make a statement, um, and I believe that it should be with Austin Theory. Now listen, I'm personally not even a diehard gamer, but man, I am excited about this chat. I want to welcome in Nick Sobick and Dave Newtson. Nick is the SVP of Business Development Partnership in AEW Games. Nick, welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast. How are you? 
I'm doing great, and it's great to be here. And I, I love the wrestling belt above your head in the shop there. Um, and that, that's part of the reason we're here, by the way. Yes. Uh, you said you're not a hardcore wrestling gamer yet. Yet, so exactly. Maybe by the end of the day, we'll change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then also Dave, like me, is a diehard barbecue connoisseur, a whiskey lover, and yes. a wrestling fan. But also, he's the producer at THQ Nordic, the guys behind the game AEW Fight Forever out this coming Thursday. In a previous life, Dave and I worked together on a few other video games recording in-game commentary for good old JR Jim Ross. Dave, great to connect with you again here today on this brand new video game with AEW. Uh, thanks, Ants, man. It's always a pleasure to come on and, and chat wrestling with you, barbecue, everything else, but get to hit my favorite subject today, which is video games. Yes, Which, uh, indeed. I've got a indeed. little bit of experience with, as you do too, and and <laughs> Nick. Which, you know, this is Nick's first time with doing games. But uh, I've said it before. Uh, if I didn't know any better, I would think that Nick's been doing games for twenty years or so. With with what they've done coming out next week on June 29th with AEW Fight Forever. It's uh, oh, that's awesome. It's got a lot of heart and soul in this game, and, and as people that are already starting to play it are seeing and, and uh, falling in love with the game all over again, just like the old retro games that, that everybody grew up with. Well, Nick, I want to start with you. Uh, tell us how the idea to jump into gaming came about for you and AEW. I was the first employee of AEW uh, about three and a half years ago. And as you know, starting a wrestling company is an extremely risky proposition and um, takes a lot of capital to do that. And so the day after we started AEW, uh, we had the guts to go back to our founder, Tony Khan, and say, you know, thanks for taking that tremendous leap of faith. How do you feel about doing taking another one? And uh, that's sort of how the AEW Fight Forever video game was born. And the great thing about our founder, Tony Khan, is he's super analytical and data-centric. So we presented to him, you know, the business case that there hasn't been a wrestling game like this on the market for a very long time. Um, our AEW fans are die-hard gamers. So if you look at the data and you look at the access we have to the, the what we can learn about our audience, they're gamers. So. Uh, we put a we could have put a compelling business case in front of them, and uh, three and a half years later, here we are. Man, that's awesome! One of the big differences between AEW Fight Forever and other combat games out there today is you guys went a little more nostalgic with this game, a little more of the arcade feel rather than sim. Why was it important to you to explore going this direction? Um, every single decision that we've made for this video game was with the lens of fun. Yeah. Are, are people gonna have fun doing Good. this? Um, I haven't been making video games for a long time, but I've been playing video games for a long time. One of my issues with games today is they are so simulator heavy, meaning you need to spend a week just learning the controls. Um, and it's not intuitive and it doesn't come naturally. And it's not fun for a very long time until you treat it like a job and you get really good at a game. Then then it's fun, because then you can beat the crap out of everybody. But, so, AW Fight Forever, anyone of any age in any interest level in video games will pick up the controller and have fun the first time they play it. However, you can get really good 
you can spend a lot of time on it and you can get really good and you can probably still embarrass your friends that are just playing for the first time. But it will be competitive um, and, and, and that's the idea. Everybody of any skill level, it shouldn't be so, um, it, it shouldn't be so daunting of a task to try and pick up a video game and have fun. So. That's that's kind of the foundation of the game. You know, uh, Nick, uh, Michael and I were on our way to AEW Dynamite here in Austin a few weeks ago, and that was actually the conversation we had. It was like, uh, I think, Michael, you mentioned that I really hope this game is is much easier to play than having to hit 37 buttons to get get somebody to kick somebody else. But it, it, and even looking at it, it looked like, Man, this is going to be much easier and much more fun to get involved in than trying to learn 39 different combinations. To Nick's point, just because you have the horsepower and you yes. can actually expand and do crazy things with these new, with Unreal and, and these game engines, doesn't necessarily mean that you should. And I think yeah. us as an industry, we've kind of lost base with that, is where we're continuously trying to one up our competitors of like, oh, you guys did that, that's cool, wait until you can see what we do with the tech now. Where AEW came in and they took a look at it and like, just like what Nick is saying is, we're missing the point of, of that fun factor. As uh, someone who's been a consumer of, of a lot of games uh, in the combat genre in my time, I was someone who was committed every year to, to buying these combat games because they were fun and they were enjoyable. And then what happened in... I guess the 2010s is we did gravitate towards um, needing to have, you know, a, uh, a degree from a four year school in order to be able to play it. And so <laughs> yeah, what happened was, is that I very quickly started drifting off um, yeah. and not purchasing the games yearly because, you know, I'm, I'm a regular person. Like I've got a mortgage and credit cards and kids. And the last thing that I want to do is, spend all this time you know investing in a game uh the, the majority of the games that i play are uh you know adventure and uh, role-playing games because they allow me to enjoy myself and watching this story unfold without it being complex and from the first moment i saw AEW fight forever it was just this pull inside of me of man i've got to play that because not only did it have the look and the excitement, but you can tell just by looking at it that it is something that you are going to enjoy playing. So from, from a consumer standpoint, cannot wait for this thing to come out and really dive into it because I know that it's going to be a really, really great time. Professional wrestling, there were parts of professional wrestling three and a half years ago before AEW entered the scene that were broken and Tony Khan stepped in and I, and I believe we're on the way to fixing some of those things. And it's the same exact thing in the gaming world in terms of gaming is such a huge business right now. There's so much pressure to pump out a title every year on exactly the same date, which is why with this game, it's everyone's, everyone's the number one question is like, what are you doing? Like, what's taking so long? We just want to play it now. And it's like, we've been working on this game, hand animating every single move in the game um, because you know quality takes time, and 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 we were on a schedule where you know if, we're, if we don't get this game out in a year, we're in big trouble. So I think you know very there's a lot of similarities between starting AEW, launching this video game, and doing some disruptive things in terms of 
we're we're on the quality clock, not necessarily on anyone else's clock. We want to deliver a product that we're proud of. So, uh, in a, in a roundabout way, um, you know, the comparison between video games and wrestling. The same way we started AEW, we went out and got the best wrestlers in the world that were available. And if when we started this game, we got the best team that was available. So, you know, Dave and the, t- the team at THU Nordic, Yuke's uh, the best wrestling game developer in the world. Uh, Kenny Omega, one of the best uh, wrestling minds in the world, has been working on this project um, every day for the last three and a half years. So um, we have a really special team and, and the result of that is sort of a, a really special product and uh, hope you guys love it. Dave, let me ask you a question. When you get a call from Nick and he says, we want to do our very first video game with you guys, how do you initially approach something new like this? So this was a, a different kind of case than what we're, we're usually cradle to grave with, yeah. with games. So we're usually in at the beginning of the concept and and uh, we, as a publisher, help with the developer and the licensor, and you know, it's a, a three-way kind of uh, um, business deal. With this, like Nick had told the story earlier, they went ahead and, and jumped feet first in. So they, they found Ukes, who, who we all know Ukes has a history of putting out award-winning games, and they went to town and started developing the game. So we, we only came in about a year ago into this, and the game was, for the most part, done. Um, we just needed to help uh, AEW and Ukes with putting the final touches on. So basically what needs to be done to bring it to market. And that's that's our expertise is, as a publisher is, is we help package the games up and get them out to market and, and make sure that uh, everybody buys it and enjoys it. So there, there was some work to be done just to kind of wrap everything up. But for the most part, like I was talking about earlier, for them making their first game, you wouldn't have been able to tell because the game was 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 well thought out. It, you'll see when you get to play it next week. It was well thought out. Um, they put the focus of their time and budget and resources to the right parts of the game, and they focus on the right measures of the game. And you're seeing that. I mean, we have a, a couple of. Sorry, my computer crashed. Um, we've got a couple of leaks already uh, with people being excited. I mean, and that's one thing, it it sucks that that people are not respecting the uh, embargoes and and waiting to to put out the video, but on the flip side, on the positive, everybody is so excited about this that they are bribing retailers to get the game early and they're streaming it and they're they're taking the strikes on their YouTube channel because they're so excited about this. And we haven't really, we haven't gotten anything bad on on these either which usually the early reviewers it's it's a chance for them to bash the game and talk about how bad it is ahead of time and be cool with their friends we're not getting that we're actually getting people excited and and trying to encourage other people to go find the game early so that they can play with them um so to kind of get back to your your question in a long-winded way uh it's been a great experience with aew and ukes it feels like the band is back together but on a different level from the wrestling games I used to make. So I, I've had so much fun with the AEW crew. They they treat you like family, like on their first day. So awesome. THQ with us, we try to bring people in um, with licensors and stuff. We want to treat them as one of us. We, we took uh, Nick and uh, some of the wrestlers to uh, Gamescom in Germany last year and we set up a, a ring. 
and wanted to make sure you had a good time. And within the first hour, you wouldn't have been able to tell that we hadn't been friends for years. So these guys are just, they're professional. They work hard. They play hard. It's some of the most passionate people I've had the opportunity to work with. I know I'll probably say it two or three more times during this chat, but uh, I just can't tell you how lucky I think we are that we got to hook up with AEW, that they came and, and chose THQ Nordic to publish their game. And uh, I think we've got a very nice, long partnership ahead of us. Looking forward to it. Nick, let's dive in and talk actual gameplay. What are some of the features that were important to you guys to make sure that you included in this very first release? Here's what I love about this game. There's three games in one. Okay. Um, there are mini games, which are super fun, super easy to pick up and play. Uh, reminds me almost like Mario Kart, Mario Party type stuff. Just, you know, literally anyone who's ever played video games or loved video games will love that game mode. Career mode is for anyone who's ever imagined what it might be like to uh, want to be a professional wrestler. And what I think is cool about our career mode is it's like quirky because we actually do the stuff on the road that our wrestlers do. Like you have limited time. So what are you going to do? You're going to go to the gym. You can have a slice of pizza, like what you have, you can do whatever you want. It's going to affect your wrestling career, but have a little fun along the way. So you have a, it's a series of choices. And what I love about the career mode is like your decisions have consequences and the outcomes are not the same. You're, you can play the career mode several times and you'll have a different experience. And then last and certainly not least, but certainly not least, um, just the core game, the core wrestling game. We created a proprietary wrestling engine, hand animated on Unreal Engine from scratch. Wow. And um, it was a lot of work, but just the early reviews and, you know, the excitement of people playing the game so far, seems like that investment in, in time and money has paid off so far. So there were a lot of fans that were, they were left thinking, is this it? after the real-life exploding barbed wire death match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley back at yeah. AEW Revolution yeah. in 21. But in the video game world, we get a chance to witness uh-huh. an ending everyone was hoping for with so much time to think yeah. of how you, you, know, you could have done that differently in the actual match. Whose idea was it to make it a reality in AEW Fight Forever video game? Uh, we really, we really take fan feedback very seriously. Sure. Uh, so, you know, it was the fans' decision in terms of like, what, what kind of game modes do you want to see? What do you want to see in this game? Uh, Kenny Omega worked very, very closely on specifically this part of the game because he was actually in, in that match. And I, I will just say that like, when you're, when you're in an enclosed space, blowing a bunch of stuff up is super dangerous. But the nice thing about a video game is like, it's not dangerous. You can blow up as much stuff as you want. So um, even for uh, even for the most impossible to please pyromaniac, I think there's something in this game for you, specifically in that, in that game mode. That's awesome. Well, Nick, after your experience from, from thought to completion, how are you feeling about AEW Fight Forever being released to the world this Thursday? Uh, we So we made a promise when we started this project to deliver this game and uh, we're really proud 
to say that we feel like we've delivered on that promise. And in terms of, you know, what the fans can do now um, to help us out is um, vote with your wallet. Go buy the game. Comes out on June 29th. Um, enjoy it. We've enjoyed making it. And, and as Dave alluded to earlier, one thing I can say about Tony Khan, the boss man, is he's one of the most generous people I've ever met in my life. So, you know, the, if we make some money on this game, it's going right back into AEW games. Sure. It's going right back into AEW Fight Forever. And what we're trying to explore here is like, do we have a franchise on our hands? Can we keep doing this? And and, and can we keep delivering for our fans? So this is this is a very important couple of weeks for us because we get to answer some of those questions. Yeah. Well, has working with Dave and the guys at THQ Nordic on this particular project spawned any other new ideas? Um, Dave's so modest. I mean, you know Dave, for what, 20 years now, but so it, it's it's not fair. It's really not fair to say that the game was done when THQ Nordic joined um, because it was far from done. And a lot of the a lot of the stuff that you see in terms of the polish and why it's so fun um, directly correlated to when THQ Nordic, you know, joined the team. So um, here's what Dave's been working in wrestling for a long time. And here's what I'll just say about this game in particular and what I think AEW is really good at. Just when you think the show is over, just when you think, you know, you had a really good time, a really good experience, it wouldn't be an AEW product, it wouldn't be an AEW show, you know, if we didn't have plenty of surprises um, up our sleeve. So. We're telling you everything that we can tell you right now, but um, we have a strong feeling that if you play the game, you know there's there's more than there's more to it than what you've heard so far. Dave's modest about everything except for his brisket and his beef jerky. He knows he he knows he cooks <laughs> and smokes some That's some good brisket. Yeah. Hey, a lot of yeah. that I picked up from you. So <laughs> this is Sandman being modest about his barbecue. He's still being modest. You know, we're going to give a few lucky fans the chance to experience the AEW Fight Forever game before the release this Thursday. You'll actually get your hands on it and play the game for free. Just make sure you keep watching or listening, and we'll give you details on how to score your early access code to this game exclusively from the WrestleChat podcast a little bit later on. Dave, Nick, it was awesome having you guys on with us today. Thank you so much for sharing AEW Fight Forever with us here on this show. Hey, thanks, man. It's always a pleasure catching up with you. I have such a good time with you. And, and Michael, it was great to meet you today, too. Uh, good hanging with you guys. And uh, give us a shot. I think you're going to love the game. Dynamite this week. Putting the final touches on the battles heading into tomorrow's international pay-per-view, Forbidden Door. It's live from Toronto. Every bout a show stealer, no doubt. But I personally can't wait to see Omega and Osprey go head-to-head. It's for the IWGP United States Championship, and you being a belt guy like me, uh, this is one of the most beautiful um, non-American titles 
I think that I've ever seen. I think it's better looking than their heavyweight title. Yeah. And uh, I, I wish we saw uh, Omega with that title more on AEW. Mm-hmm. And uh, every match is a show stealer. Brian Danielson is battling Okada. You notice I haven't said anyone's first names because I cannot pronounce any of them. Not <laughs> one of them. And I even have trouble with some of the American ones. MJF is going head-to-head with Tanahashi, and that's for the Triple B. That's for the AEW title. And uh, we'll see what happens in that one. Punk is taking on Kojima, and Tony Storm is going to defend her AEW women's title against Willow Nightingale. That's coming up on Sunday at um, Forbidden Door. If you're a diehard wrestling fan, you already know way more than me what this pay-per-view means to wrestling, and I can't wait to watch it tomorrow on pay-per-view. It all starts at 7 o'clock Eastern. June 29th, AEW drops their very first video game, AEW Fight Forever. Big thanks again to Dave Knudsen and Nick Sobic for joining us here on the show. And we have your chance to win it on whatever console you want to play it on. It's going to be on Nintendo Switch. It's going to be on Xbox, PS4, PS5, Windows. You get to pick if you win it. We're going to draw three winners. What you need to do is follow WrestleChat Podcast on Instagram and check out our latest post. If you're watching on YouTube, it looks like this. All the rules and the details are there and what you need to do to enter. And the contest closes on Tuesday, June 27th. That's when you'll get your download codes if you are the winner. Go find us on Instagram at WrestleChatPodcast. See our latest post for details on how you could win right now. Friday Night SmackDown started off hot with the Usos, who we're going to see take on Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. And uh, we've documented it here on the show week in and week out. This is by far the best told story in all of pro wrestling right now. Where do you see things going after their match at Money in the Bank? I would hope that there is a big swerve coming in the vein of a new family member. Mm. We know that uh, we know that there are many Anuai or Fatu family members out there, probably more yes. than even we're aware of. We know that um, there are some additional family members on the independent circuit. Uh, I would love to see another family member come in and and be a surprise uh, tipping point to the or bring a tipping point to the match uh, yeah. with the Usos. But after that, you know, uh, guessing now is like throwing a piece of paper in the wind. You just don't know where it's going to go because. This is wrestling. This is storytelling. We're just along for the ride. Yeah, and if there's anything that they've told us from the past with this story is that anything is possible, and we're going to probably love it because everything so far has just been so spectacular. Ronda and Shauna unified the women's tag titles on SmackDown this week with the NXT women's titles when they won their bout with Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. But after the match, we saw the return of Liv Morgan. She's back, and she and Raquel have zeroed in on the titles that they never Lost. They were stripped after Liv got hurt. And I think it is a good way to get the titles off those girls. And then the battle be them trying to get them back rather than trying to defend them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really much of a story there. This one is truly, it's better to have those baby faces chasing the uh, the heels in this in this feud here. It feels more real. And also, I'll be honest, I like, I like Ronda Rousey as a tag team. Um, in the tag team division more than I do in the singles division. I felt like that uh, it was about five moves and all of them scared the living crap out of me. 
because um, I thought she was going to hurt somebody. So I'm anxious to see what happens in this. Money in the Bank should be fun for those gals as well. It goes down one week from today from London's O2 Arena. We're going to break down that pay-per-view in full coming up on next week's episode just before it airs. So I think it's like either, I think it's... Three o'clock, three o'clock east, east. Three o'clock he- eastern. Three o'clock right. eastern to central, and okay. we'll just hope that's right because I'm throwing it out there. I, so I think you're right. I, I'm pretty sure you're right on that. Either way, we'll be on just before that happens. So we'll uh, kind of give a breakdown of what that looks like and uh, have some fun with that. Don't miss tonight's AEW Collision on TNT. It is live, and there could be some big things go down ahead of Sunday's Forbidden Door pay-per-view, and it's going to be really, really good. I love that you've hung with us. For another episode, if you haven't shared it with a friend yet, that would mean more to us than absolutely anything. Michael, as always, it was great to hang with you once again here on the show. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be here. Make sure you find out how to win AEW's Fight Forever video game on your favorite console. The details are up on our Instagram. Just head over to WrestleChat Podcast on Instagram, at WrestleChat Podcast. And we look forward to hanging with you again next week right here on the WrestleChat Podcast. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.